Like, what? That's insane. Who are you, psychopath? People do that shit all the time. It's insane. It's so weird to me. That's so weird. That's insane. So weird. I literally can't. So I gave you some homework a few weeks prior to this episode. It's spooky season. We're kicking off our scary month with true crime story that has something that you've been interested in or have followed or were like fascinated Verbatim, by. Verbatim, you said, what is your favorite true crime story? I listen. I hate to use and the I word said, favorite because it's a weird thing. You're like, oh, this is my favorite serial killer. But when I was thinking about just that, and I over the weeks or however long it's been, I've been like really like hunkering down. We all know if you're new here, I love true crime from afar. You know, I'm not in there like swimwear. I don't have the time to be listening to all these different true crime podcasts and these documentaries and all this extra these netflix originals like i'm not in there you are and you know what tara does all day every day <laughs> so like i was now really get thinking, away with I was the perfect like, murder if i have to <laughs> yo i'm over here trying to slip my kitchen in my grippy socks trying to figure this shit out you know what i'm saying so then it came to me there was one and i think this is honestly the only one i could like think of that actually stuck in my brain so when i say favorite it scared it scared me to say the least i guess it's like there's something about it that's always just kind of stuck in the back of your head yeah shaking i mean not shaking in my boots but like this shit low-key very possible to happen to me like it could happen in nine months from now listen just about every other podcast episode i listen to i think this could be cheyenne (laughs) yeah we're here for a good time not a long time (laughs) okay so Uh, what is this this story this thing so i'm actually interested because you and potentially a lot of our listeners might know it so it was back in 2019 in chicago her name was marlene ochoa lopez does this ring a bell it sounds a little bit familiar so let me tell you she was 19 years old nine months pregnant and this lovely little lady went to the wrong facebook post for free baby clothes i remember this yes so she went to this lady's house for free baby clothes off of like it wasn't like a facebook marketplace but it was like a facebook mom's group and Mm -hmm. she was posting for like free things and then she went over there basically it was this lady and her daughter and the lady's boyfriend and the daughter or the mom straight up strangled this nine-month-old pregnant lady the daughter was distracting her with apparently allegedly like a photo album or something and then they cut the baby out of her womb i remember this yeah what does that make you second guess like everything for sale you've ever looked at on facebook absolutely every time and that was the only thing that like made me think of this because i'm like in the middle of moving right anyway so then the whole story is that this mom it was like her second or the mom like went to this lady's facebook marketplace house she passed away because she was unalived by um her being strangled and then because of that the they cut the baby out like right away but then they called the mom um called 911 and had basically told the hospital that she just had a baby and it was an emergency that she just had a baby at home and the baby wasn't breathing Mm -hmm. so then they took the baby in and it went as far as like the horror story of it actually happening is also terrifying but the steps after that like it let let it go on so long are just is fucking bad to me so then she went to the hospital she was rushed to the hospital with this baby that was barely breathing because her mom was fucking dead right she was cut out of her womb actually her the baby's real mom was in the dumpster in the backyard you know what i'm saying right so then the baby and the mother that Mm -hmm. was that did the killing basically got like enrolled in the hospital the baby was alive in the hospital like on all this extra medical shit ended Mm -hmm. up passing away poor thing at like two months but the The fact that it survived for two months is wild to me two months like obviously like on air and oxygen and all these extra things right the fact that there's literally photos of the mom the daughter the boyfriend and then this baby in the hospital wild 
wild. It's insane. And then they were in the hospital for two months and the hospital bills somehow got routed to the dad, the real father of the baby. Could you imagine? Oh, I could you? I have no idea. But apparently there was this huge breach that the hospital, the city of Chicago was going after the hospital. Allegedly, obviously I didn't. I'm not the person that fucking wrote this right. Mm -hmm. But the hospital was also being like pressed by the state of Chicago because they leaked information about obviously getting the information from the mom, the fake mom. Mm-hmm. in quotes to the real biological father like i don't know if they did some sort so, of dna i was or gonna like, say how long after this child was ripped from its mother's womb and in the hospital with these imposter parents did they realize that it wasn't their baby like like at the end like after the baby had passed away i believe that's crazy like they she went the whole time almost in well i think the baby was in the hospital for two months but she was in there long enough for them to like they should have further confirmed that she was the mom you know right because typically you would think if somebody came in and said oh i just gave birth they would say oh let me do an exam to make sure you know the placenta and everything is descent like they didn't do it did they not do any of this yeah I mean, it doesn't say that they did or didn't. Obviously, I didn't see any hospital records. Right. And I mean, but... I guess that's technically like a, probably some sort of violation, medical violation to release that information to the public. Right. Mm-hmm. But they, so they didn't say that, but they did state that she wasn't showing any signs of having, having a baby. And apparently this lady that initially, what was her name? Clarissa is the lady that wanted this baby she so this happened in 2019 when she killed this marlin and Mm -hmm. then in 2018 she was posting like her theory of like her plot started in 2018 when she started posting ultrasounds when she wasn't pregnant she's one of those like what that's insane who are you psychopath people do that shit all the time it's insane it's so weird to me that's so weird that's insane. so weird i literally can't that's i think cr- the fact that it, it's like an actual real life event people do every single day is go and get shit from facebook right and that's especially like like i've sold shit off facebook young... i've bought stuff off right. facebook when then you think like she the actual mother was 19 you said mm-hmm. so she was a young first time mom who probably didn't have any money so the fact that it was like free baby stuff mm-hmm. of course why would you not think that and in a mom's group like right you're like this is a steal like i'm so thankful right that's just to find out i cannot imagine just to find out family. so apparently they the mom and the daughter got charged with 27 counts and then the boyfriend and they pleaded not guilty the boyfriend ended up taking like a plea case or deal and pleaded uh-huh. guilty and got four years in jail for hiding a homicide oh because he knew about it but didn't tell anybody or tam and tampering with evidence probably tampering yeah because yeah, allegedly he was the one that rolled the body up in a carpet and threw it in the trash can allegedly and then he got four years in probation that's crazy four years i feel like that's not in probation like unless his that testimony was a huge thing. puts the other two in jail then he should have got way more than that four years like i'm hoping that his testimony helped put the other two away because clearly they Mm -hmm. had been plotting that for much longer right you know a lot of stuff like that like when there's like co-conspirators like that it just is one of those things where it's like was he involved involved or was this like a surprise like you never know how right like did he not know until it was happening you know until he was like in the oh shit situation right or was it something that his girlfriend was like oh i've always wanted a baby what if we just (laughs) strolled upon one right what if we just steal what if one just fell onto the floor in our living room right you know like some weird shit like that crazy see oh hearing those kinds of stories all of the things that have been happening lately in the news with hospital births Uh i don't know if you've seen anything no well there was a baby just look up um what is jessica ross i believe was her name i don't want to talk it's it's super gruesome okay does it have to do with shoulders it has to do with this part of a baby the baby's shoulders like the whole okay okay i think i have heard about this This story part not attached to the baby anymore yeah but it's because of 
right. the thing that happened while the baby was coming out is uh-huh. the yeah. shoulder thing where their shoulders get stuck. And then the hospital. Yeah, yeah. Tried I to did cover hear about that, and that shit is fucking foul. Yes, I did hear about yes, that. Yes, it's disgusting. Yeah. So I then can't. I also saw this other parent that are suing uh the hospital that their child was born in. They dropped a newborn baby. Like from the, the vagina dad, to the ground? No, no, no. Like the doctor had it and took it over to like the table to clean it off and weigh it. And they were just like throwing the baby around like it was a doll. And it fell and it slipped out of the hands. The baby now has like this weird tick. Like they notice that she like turns her head to the left a lot. She's mm-hmm. always looking to the left. So weird. they think that she sustains brain damage. Uh-huh. And the hospital is trying to say, oh, no, 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 that didn't happen. But it's the father has video recording of the entire incident. Then what are they fighting if the dad has? They're just trying to cover the cover up their tracks. I mean, but I it's guess just they'll say more reason. But that's bizarre. Why I don't want to have a baby in a hospital. Yo, I, any any true crime, any murder or wild ass events that happen with babies are just. For some reason, they just hit different. Like, I can yeah, hear I mean, about it's somebody a, it's killing, a, like, like, 10 adults. It's a literal innocent victim that had, you know, no stake in the world yet. Just Yeah, like, what the... I mean, this was always, like, my opinion, like, even prior... Or, like, my experience with baby stories, even prior to having a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, this was in 2019. My son was not right. that old. Um, but just hearing shit like that... Total side note on the whole shoulder thing that I'm talking about. Uh-huh. The reason I call it the shoulder thing is... I just had a fucking baby and I did not know that that sh- shoulder thing was even a possibility. Oh, yeah. And you it know happens how much, you know how much research I've done about like crazy shit that could happen during giving birth and everything? It happens and often. And now once did that pop up? It was, happens often. Well, that's what the lady was. So that when I first heard about that story, not to dive into it anymore, but it was a nurse talking about that mm-hmm. and how... It's one of those situations like you don't know until you're like there and you have a very quick window right. to work with, it, you know? Yeah. Um. And then I was like, what the fuck is she talking about? And then I was like, re- I was like listening to it. So then I like found the actual like people telling the story and I was like, mm-hmm. that could have been me. Yeah. That's terrifying. That's yeah. terrifying. It's disgusting and it's heartbreaking and it's like awful. And that doctor yeah, should never be allowed in a hospital ever again. Yeah. No. That's actually fucking terrifying. But, and then I think back to when I was, the time that I was born in the late somethings. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> babies were being stolen from hospitals mm-hmm. at that time. There were no security measures. There were no matching bracelets. Mm-hmm. There wasn't anybody checking anything. And it happened multiple times where people would go into a hospital, dress like a nurse, and take a baby from somebody's room and kidnap them. Mm-hmm. So if when my mom... Yeah. So when my mom had me, the nurse kept talking about how cute I was and how pretty I was and how little I was. And I was the cutest baby in the hospital. Was your mom I, It terrified my mom. So every time she was like, oh, well, let me take her to the nursery. My mom was like, absolutely not. She is staying right here with no. me. You are not taking my baby anywhere. But my mom was terrified the entire time she was in the hospital with me that this one nurse was going to kidnap me. Mm-hmm. Wild. I was very thankful because that was like the only part of my birth plan for this exact reason. All these fucking horror stories happen when the baby's not within arm's reach of the right. parents, right? The second you get them two plus feet away, the world is at the hands mm-hmm. of whatever D student doctor you have, right? Right. So I had all over, I had this whole birth plan. And, like, all of it was, like, mumbo-jumbo, like, this or that, this or right. that, inform me about this, X, Y, Z, da, 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 But, like, all over that bitch was, do not take my child further than two feet right. away from me. Has to be in arm's reach. Da, 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 you know, yeah. he's not to go anywhere, even if I'm unconscious without the dad, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I was, like, absolutely fucking not. You ain't playing with my son. Yeah, like, fuck yeah. That. For that exact reason. Could you imagine if they dropped my son? Who would I be dropping Or kidnapped him? him? Yeah, be or kidnapped hunt. him? Listen, there were six of us in the parking lot. They wouldn't have got very far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could. I just cannot imagine even having to try to wrap my head around something like that happening, let alone it actually happening. Yeah, you it's know? wild. It's terrifying. That's bizarre. Yeah. But also this whole Facebook thing about back to the true crime story about mm-hmm. Marlon. Uh, the fact that they thought that that was the best way to get her baby. Right. Instead of just kidnapping her and then letting her go into labor. Yeah. Like, you're going to kill her anyway. Like, you might as well have just tied her to the spare bedroom. She would have had the baby alive. If they were really smart about it, 
Not that I would ever do this. Um, the first time she came to the house, they should have given her the free baby item and then waited no, a couple of weeks. The long game. Yeah, yeah. And then waited a few weeks and be like, hey, I have a couple more things and I was thinking about you. Do you want to come pick them up? That's when you're closer to the due date. Uh huh. Things are, you know, maybe doing a little better and then you strike. I mean, anything but also, besides, I like... would not end the life of the mother before the child was born. Because I'm sure that wasn't good for the baby either. That's literally what made the baby pass away, is the amount of brain damage. Because the baby loses oxygen prior to the mom dying. Right. So, like, the second the mom starts being, like, the harm inflicted on her, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, truly no oxygen. The mom is still alive getting no oxygen, but the baby gets cut off the second the mom does, you know? Right. Because your body goes into defense mode and it cuts off all the unnecessary things things right so if you're strangling the mom trying to keep the baby alive like do you not know how obviously they don't obviously not like you know what i'm saying like if you wanted a baby so bad and like your hope was to be able to keep this and raise it like your own for the rest of your life you really thought you know strangling the mom before the baby was born was the best bet to keep that baby alive yeah why to be your own forever that doesn't like that literally doesn't make any fucking sense no you literally just murdered a newborn baby and yeah it's mother yeah and i hope that they spend the rest of their lives in jail also yeah, the crazy. fact that they ended a child's life is not going to be good for them in jail i hope it was everything but good for them in jail i mean yeah i hope everyone in that prison knows that they cut a baby out of a mother a 19 year old a child right that's so awful. a child actually yeah, let me. I took a screenshot. Uh, um, have pleaded not guilty to 27 counts indictment. They include charge of first degree murder, aggravated kidnapping, aggravated battery of a child, and dismembering a body, including all those things. I, I think it's safe to assume that they're in jail for the rest. They get the life sentence over that, but I uh, did not find any concluding statement what, on that. What state were they in? Florida. Florida. Oh, yeah, they probably got life sentences. Well, when you like, when I was like looking it up, it goes back and forth because apparently, like, the actual case part of this uh-huh. from 2019 followed through all the way like past 2021. Well, yeah. I mean, trials like this typically last a long time. And mm-hmm. then they also can um, appeal. Mm-hmm. And they will probably keep appeal. I don't, I don't know how many appeals you're allowed in Florida, but until all of the appeals are done, um, you probably won't find, like, a solid sentencing. Yeah, because I didn't ever find any, like, conclusion saying this is exactly what happened. This right. is how long they're doing X, Y, and Z for. This is where but, they uh, are. Yeah, they definitely just say, like, they eventually got charged with X, Y, and Z. Right. But you don't know what the sentencing is. That's insane. There really are no yeah. laws in Florida. Like, people just be wilding out there. They really do. They're just out there they doing really do. whatever to whoever. Mm-hmm. You know when where, I was looking up. You know where we need to build a wall? Not for Mexico. Around Florida. Around Florida. <laughs> Keep that crazy <laughs> there. That crazy does not need to be spreading. As many times as we talk about Florida on this podcast, the shit that do be coming out of Florida, like, even the Floridians... Whatever the fucking called Floridians. Floridians know that like their water is different, but right. something's there's different. Something there that doesn't like. Yeah. Listen, there's one of the true crime. It's podcasts. meth, not chlorine. <laughs> one of the true crime podcasts I listen to, they have bingo cards you can print out from their website. Because mm-hmm. there's like when you're listening to true crime, there's common patterns and things so one Mm -hmm. of their bingo spots is florida texas or arizona because those are the three (laughs) states that they have Uh more stories from than anywhere else that is funny because a lot of the ones i was looking at were also florida texas or arizona or ohio a lot happens in ohio too and i don't know if it's the cold like people get too cold and they get crazy i don't know (laughs) they just must be getting bored as fuck because a lot of shit comes out of ohio what else do you do in ohio Apparently, just keep feeding the true crime population. That's just. <laughs> that's Listen, just stop it. killing people, but also, like, you know, I don't know. Stop killing people, but, like, then I'm going to be bored. 
What am I gonna do? I feel like they're they just gotta keep finding all the unsolved need to become solved, all the cold cases need to come become warm again, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like there's enough. Can we just take a break until all of the other ones are solved and then we can yeah. get back to it? Seriously. Please. When you asked me what's my favorite and I was thinking about it, I was like, I can't even attempt to look for a new one that I could truly call my favorite because the second I think about like unsolved or uh-huh. unresolved like like crimes or whatever I then like get too into it and then I feel like I just like it's not finished therefore it can't be my the, favorite the you know unsolved ones are very unsatisfying yeah like, like there's something where you're just like but but that's it there's nothing else it's just stop right here yeah see what I, are you talking I'm not about fan. I can't save yeah. one of those no those are hard those are definitely harder ones to deal with like I'm not saying it's more satisfying when I know start to finish but it's more satisfying right like, they catch not, the killer. it's so hard talking about true crime mm-hmm. in a sense of I'm very into it it's something that is very like fascinating to me that people mm-hmm. like think this way and do these things but like when you break it down these are people who hurt other people and it's awful for those families. But at the same time, I just want to know everything. I want to know what happened. I want to know who was there. I want to know the why. I want to know the where. Like, I want to know all what, of the Where, details. when, why, and how. <laughs> yeah. Same reason when I see multiple cop cars going one direction. I'm like, you know what? I don't need to go to the store right now. I need to see what's happening down this road. I think it just gives the same signal as, like, when people when you think about the hypothetical situation of like somebody robbing a bank uh-huh and then you're like oh i can never but like while you're picturing that like you picture it is this like huge heisty like right out of this world situation you can never picture but it's so intriguing because of that it's something I mean, like yeah. so far-fetched i think that's part of it is that one it's like the human makeup that like people actually do these things like human beings actually have mm-hmm. the brains to do these things and then it's also the i could never imagine experiencing mm-hmm. any of these things so like there's that like part of it right so there's that like curiosity part of it that's like i want to know more mm-hmm. i want to know why people think this way i want to know like how, how did we get happens. here yeah mm-hmm. like what happened in your life i mean at the end of the day it's just like a million piece puzzle all the same color right and sometimes you, know, and you then get an like, answer and sometimes you don't i mean there's damn. things and people that have done things and have happened with no answers they just just because they can have yeah, the perfect life and they just do things just because when and they have me with the, the shit that i'm like what you have perfect parents. You had a golden retriever as a child that you adored. You have a wife and a kids. And you're out here just like axing people up at nighttime. When I hear shit like that and they're like, oh, I just wanted to. I'm like, right. That's not the like, only reason. What do you mean <laughs> you just wanted to? Like, I never like, have those me. intrusive thoughts about like <laughs> somebody else. <laughs> My thoughts are, what if I just run off this bridge? Like, <laughs> yeah it definitely is insane it definitely is insane and i i take my appreciation for documented true crime mm-hmm. and anything of the criminal sort mm-hmm. because i feel like it's just a real live version of like horror movies right right so like me growing up on horror movies shout out dad um <laughs> it would just be like when my grandma was watching the news i'm like oh shit this is basically the same thing right yeah like without the jump scares like it like thing. triggers the same thing in your brain yeah like when you're watching them back to back obviously taking out the jump scares out of a movie like the right. cinematic part of it uh-huh it's literally the same thing Usually it's about somebody who's going to go unalive somebody else, mm-hmm. revenge, anger, or, you know, whatever, maybe they get their baby. I don't know. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah. It's terrifying to think about things that happen in the world. Yo, when it comes when it comes to the real ones, extreme ones, very hard to picture. You listen to it and it's like it's hard to picture that in real life. Let's say a mass murder kills 30 people the same way, barbed wire around feet and hands. Mm-hmm. Like all the evidence, like these extreme got an axe to the shoulder, just like wild chainsaw to the kneecap, just wild ass shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Straight feels cinematic. That kind of stuff, you listen to it, you're like, that's gru- gruesome, that's disgusting, and like gory, this, that, and the third. 
but you can't that's so far-fetched it's gonna be very right. hard for you to like put yourself there right yeah it's very hard to like fathom the idea of like being involved in yeah, some sort of real. something yeah all together yeah. and then you hear a facebook free baby post right yeah <laughs> i can't like, get over that i will never look at marketplace the same you know it's a good thing i don't mean, like i literally facebook. did that when i was pregnant I literally did that when I was pregnant. Not free stuff. Did you but, like, go, I, did I was go like, buy did you stuff. go buy yourself? I did. Oh, my God. Hey, new rule. If anybody in our friend group is buying things from strangers, they're not going alone. New rule <laughs> like, for in the everybody moment, who like, oh, hears this. You cannot buy things. Public, it'll be fine. No. No, no, no. Because, no. It's still not fine because things can happen. If you were going to meet a stranger, you take a friend. <laughs> buddy system for sure so the next time i meet a stranger on the internet sure. i'm gonna go try to hook up i need you to sit in the car and wait <laughs> all right i'll sit in the next seat <laughs> just leaning up against the car like <laughs> be like i'm just here to make sure you don't kill her <laughs> you're not gonna kidnap her right you can't kidnap us both who gets one here buddy? you know what <laughs> you know what's kind of terrifying though is even if let's say you did meet somebody in public i just ran this whole scenario in my head because i said that if i did meet somebody in public let's say nine months pregnant they would never know for one if i met with a female half the world already isn't concerned anymore right correct right just to the fact that the gender is a female yeah Uh uh-huh they were like they're not gonna do anything there it's fine whatever right she's safe who cares yeah most serial killers are men anyway so then obviously half the world's not paying attention to me and this lady Mm -hmm. talking and then if i'm nine months pregnant obviously i'm not getting thrown over this bitch's shoulder but if she's walking out arm in arm with me now we look like we're buddies we're right especially if you're meeting up we're girlfriends she just took me out to coffee all of a sudden like a right if you're meeting at like a starbucks or like a shopping center it's like oh look at those two friends that's cute and and then you gotta take away the she could be like it's in the back seat if you want to look at it and you're like okay let me and then she pushes you in shuts the door gets in the car and drives away (laughs) and then even if we're still in starbies 30 percent of the world has their fucking headphones in because they're too anxious to fucking be in public alone you know, me, literally me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if that was happening behind me, I would have no fucking clue. If she was in the booth behind me, I'm sorry, babe, but there's a I'm... solid 90% chance this, what's going on in these headphones right now, is going to be way louder than you getting kidnapped. And that's just the honest truth of it, you know? It's like, we all live so antisocially now, and it's I... it's, it's, it's acceptable. I'm so glad I'm so different than you. Why? Because my head is on a swivel when I am out in public. I be eavesdropping oh, no. everybody around me. I know what's happening everywhere. <laughs> I know well, who that's is in said, what aisle of the grocery store. That's why I said 35% is because I go in with headphones, but I am for sure rubbernecking. Like, I'm listening to whatever I'm listening to, but I'm watching everybody around me. But I'm saying if I was in a table facing one direction, I know everybody that's going on this way, but if two women... We're behind me, locked arms. That wouldn't raise a red flag for me either. Even if I got a glimpse of them like over there, you know what I'm saying? I would fall into that percent that wouldn't see her or see that as threatening. Yeah, I would like move about my life and just continue to listen to whatever was my headphones and just. Yes, you know, I'm going to Unless me and her made eye contact and I'm listening to every conversation around me. There are times I've been in restaurants and I'm like, oh, that's weird. And supposed to say, what? And I'm like, oh, but this person's three booths behind us. He just said, blah, 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 blah. I, ha- I, oh. I, I don't do it on purpose. I accidentally eavesdrop. I just hear things. <laughs> things are just coming left and right. <laughs> but that's why you're the only person that would be my saving grace in a Starbucks. But if you're not there, the chances of you get the other the back 79% of the world. Yeah. Right. Getting stolen. At Starbies, from Starbies. Yeah, you can't go to Starbies alone anymore. The fact that they don't even watch the drinks on the made-to-go orders anymore on the counter, oh. they don't care. They, they don't care about any, you. That's just about any restaurant that has, like, pickup and store pickup. Well, you're about to be picked up by the serial killer down the street. Feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Better be stay safe out there. Yeah. But yeah, um, after that long tangent, that would be... I wouldn't say my fave, but the one that stands out to be the most because it's so real. That is, like, yeah. actually going to happen. Not gonna happen, but like you know, but what I'm like, saying like that could happen to me. Yeah, like tomorrow, t- yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could could have happened to me eleven months ago. Right. So, but yeah, in, rest in peace to that lovely lady because that was sad as fuck, though. Let's be honest. So, in your storytelling, mm-hmm. you hit some points that relate to 
a serial killer who is potentially one of the most infamous serial killers that nobody's really ever heard of. So serial killers that nobody knows of. This man following. This man traveled across the United States just killing people. Did not have a type, did not have connections to any of these people. It was 100% random. But he did not stalk people. He stalked locations. So he would find like a remote hiking trail and he would spend hours watching the people going on and off of these trails. And that's how he picked victims was by remote areas. So he would pick, so he would kill them on the trail or he would pick them off the trail, follow them home. Well, not 100% sure. So every, not a single victim that he confessed to was killed in the same manner. Their bodies were not disposed of in the same manner. Some of them were robbed. Some of them were not. Some of them were old. Some of them were young. Male, female, blonde, brunette, redhead did not matter. He killed to kill. His name is Israel Keys. Israel Keys? Mm-hmm. I've never heard of this man. grew up... In Washington State, hardcore Mormon family, joined the military, became an export sharpshooter in three years, got out of the military, moved to Alaska, and that's when they believe he started killing, but it could have been prior to that as well. There are some they just reports, don't know. No. There are some reports of people that went missing in places that he was stationed at when he was in the army. There's reports of missing people from his hometown the same times that he was in these places. Um, but they don't necessarily have anything actually tying him to these cases. Like he if he not, did it, it would make sense, but like nobody will never know. Did not once leave a drop of DNA anywhere. Mm-hmm. He was extremely intelligent about this stuff until February 1st, 2012. Okay. There was a young woman, I believe she was 19 as well. Her name is Samantha Koenig. She was working in a like a little drive through coffee shop, like a Dutch Brothers or something mm-hmm. like that in Anchorage, Alaska. And I think about this every time I get coffee. Every okay. single time I get coffee, I think about this case. So she was working at this coffee shop. It was called Common Grounds, which I think is so cute. But it was that in, is really cute. <laughs> it was in a parking lot of a Home Depot. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Busy. Stores open. Cars coming in and out. Right. This man, uh-huh. Israel Keys, walked up to the window. There's camera footage of this. You can't see his face from the angle of the video. It was also a little bit dark outside. Orders a coffee. She turns around to hand the coffee to him. He jumps in the coffee shop, mm-hmm. wrestles her to the ground, takes all the money out of the register, takes zip ties her hands, has a gun, forces her out of the coffee shop. They start walking towards his truck. She escaped. She ran. But he caught her again. Smart girl. Damn it. Not a single person in this Home Depot parking lot saw a thing. So they've got a lot of yous walking around with their headphones in and be like, I don't know what's happening. Yeah, seriously. So he ended up taking her back to his house, put her in a shed. Mind you, this is February in Alaska. Mm-hmm. His girlfriends and his daughter are in the house. And this other woman is now in the shed. Mm-hmm. He sexually assaults her, kills her, leaves her body in the shed. Him and his family go on a two-week Caribbean cruise. Meanwhile, okay, okay, wait, go back. Skirt, I missed something. After he kidnapped her, he told her that he needed her phone and her debit card. Her phone was left at the coffee shop. He went back to the coffee shop where he had just kidnapped this girl to get her phone. And still nothing? Locked the door when he left, so that was nice. But again, not a single person saw anything. And then he said, I need your debit card. Her debit card was in her dad's truck. Her boyfriend borrowed the truck to drive her to work and was going to come pick her up. So her debit card was in the truck. He went to her home, broke into this truck to get her debit card. Nobody saw a thing. So the boyfriend goes to pick her up from the coffee shop. Nobody's there. He calls the police immediately because he's like, this is not right. Calls the police Mm -hmm. immediately. The police... For sure, it's like, oh, the boyfriend or the dad did it. Because now they're getting text messages from her phone demanding that $30,000 be put into her personal bank account. Mm -hmm. So the cop's like, oh, for sure, it's the dad or the boyfriend. Like, they're not doing great financially. They're just, this is the whole scheme, right? It's not Mm -hmm. real. Nothing actually happened to her. And this was while Israel Keys was in the Caribbean on a two-week cruise. 
the police are blaming the dad, blaming the boyfriend, not really doing a lot of investigation, not really talking to anybody at the Home Depot, not really looking at any sort of cameras. About the girl that's unalived in the shed now? Yes. So Israel Keys gets back. He goes into the shed. Her body is preserved because it's freezing. Right. This man sewed her eyes open, braided her hair, took a photo of her with that day's newspaper as a proof of life ransom text message. Say it again. He sewed her eyes open. Sewed her eyelids open, braided her hair, put a current date newspaper next to her, took a photo as a proof of life photo. Sent Does it she to look the... alive? Yes. It's terrifying. You can find the picture online. Oh, goodness. It's terrifying. So sends that, sends another request for the money. The family gets the money together from like community members and churches and whoever mm-hmm. donated, put the money in the account. He then disposes of the body into a nearby lake, cuts her up and ties her up in garbage bags, throws her in the lake. There is no, like nobody has any leads at this point of what happened. Her body wasn't found for weeks after he dumped it in the lake, which was weeks after she was kidnapped. Nobody knows if she's dead or alive. The cops are blaming the boyfriend and the dad. Nobody knows what's happening. So then they start noticing that there are bank withdrawals from her debit card at ATMs. So he's taking out $500 at a time. That's daily limit. So every day he's going to a different ATM in Anchorage for, I don't remember how many days. It was like five or six days. So then the cops started looking at the ATM footage. He's wearing a mask in all of the ATM cameras. You cannot see anything Mm -hmm. about him. But one of the investigators notices there is a similar vehicle in the background of every single video. So they narrowed down what car was his because he was not he got sloppy. He parked in view of the camera every time. So they said, "Okay, we're looking for this white truck, potential partial license plate, Mm -hmm. da da da, whatever. So they figure out who he is. But every time he uses the ATM, they get a notification, but it's a few minutes afterwards. So they're always a few minutes behind him. Like they mm-hmm. can't keep, you know, every ATM, it pops up. Hey, this card was used at this ATM. By the time the cops get there, he's gone. Mm-hmm. So then the bank card is used in Seattle and then it's used in Portland mm-hmm. and then it's used in Arizona and then it's used multiple times in Arizona, New Mexico and Texas. So it looks like to them that he flew into Seattle and then flew down to Portland and then flew down to Arizona and then drove from Phoenix to, I believe, San Antonio. Not 100% sure on what part of Texas. Mm -hmm. But at that point, they had found out that he had rented a Ford Focus. So they knew they were looking for a Ford Focus somewhere in Texas. Right. Got it. Yeah. A white Ford Focus somewhere in Texas. So a Texas deputy, highway deputy, ends up seeing the car, seeing a white Focus. Like, he was listening to the bolos. He's like, cool, they're looking for a white Focus. I'll just keep my eyes filled while I'm on highway patrol, right? Sees a white Mm -hmm. Focus. Confirms the license plate. It's him. But they don't have a legitimate reason to pull him over yet. Because they still can't 100% prove that he killed her. Just that she had the debit card, right? Right. So the deputy is told, stay on him, watch him. The second he breaks a single law, pull him over. Like, just wait for him to, like, go right. one speed over. Or right. Three miles over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. Three miles an hour the speed limit, light him up. Pulls him over. He's got her cell phone, her debit card, a gun, duct tape, rope, a couple other things in the car when they pull him over. Mm-hmm. So they take him in on suspicion of murder. He ends up confessing to her, Samantha's murder, and eight other murders. And eight? multiple eight. Okay. And multiple bank robberies in Alaska. Okay. So he had a very successful construction company, but he told investigators he couldn't take money out of his business account or his personal account to travel to kill people. Because that would look suspicious. So instead, he knew that he could get away with robbing banks. So he robbed banks to fund his traveling to go kill people. So 
while he was being interrogated, you can also look up his interrogation videos. He is very much in control of that room. He does mm-hmm. not care one bit what a single investigator has to say. Like he's not threatened by them. No, no, no. He is so intelligent that he's li- he's talking in riddles half the time. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'll tell you some things, but I'm not going to tell you everything. Um, there's hundreds of things I could tell you I did, but I'm not going to. And then he said, well, I know that this investigation is being recorded, which means it's public record. And I don't want my daughter to know all the details of what I've done. So I'm only going to tell you a couple things today. And, you know, maybe I'll tell you more later. Maybe if there's not a camera on or maybe I'll write some stuff down. But I don't want my daughter to eventually hear the details of these crimes. That was his big thing is he didn't want all of this stuff to be out. So he over the course of. I think it was like six or seven weeks, he confessed to these multiple bank robberies, eight murders, including an elderly couple in their home. Sad. Yeah. Sad. That's a little aggressive. But so when he was pulled over, he had, you know, the duct tape rope, gun, chloroform, bleach, gloves, and a couple other things. He told investigators that he had that stuff because he was planning on burying it and coming back later to kill. He told them that he has buried dozens of these kill kits all over the u.s he knows exactly where every single one of them is so that when he has the need he can go back he can dig it up and he can kill somebody and he has all the spines he has everything he needs and then he can dispose of it and nothing ever comes back to him everything he did was in cash there's i want to say it's like 60 or 70 different missing persons cases that match a timeline of when he was in each person's city mm-hmm. so they can sort of tie him to all of these missing people but they don't have any definitive evidence most of them the bodies right. have never been found why and was then, that one so different well he, well and then he ended up taking his own life so they don't know anything else he took his own life in prison before his trial for samantha koenig but i think the reason this one sticks with me is because there was no rhyme or reason most serial killers have a pattern. Most people right. that kill, it's someone they know. It's mm-hmm. somebody close they have to like them. A, they have a type. It's right. Like there is something about somebody. Even there was a serial killer. His name's Sam Little who killed, I think, 93 prostitutes. And it was because his mother was a prostitute. And he hated it. And he hated her for that. So anytime he would see, like that was his, he felt like he was like ridding the world of these terrible people. By killing prostitutes. So like he had okay, a type. Mr. Hero. Mm-hmm. Right. He had a type. And most serial killers do. But the mm-hmm. fact that this person would kill literally anybody. I mean, how oh, yeah, many this times point. have you and I been on a hiking trail alone? I mean, I have times to get murdered, potentially. Right. <laughs> I mean, I wonder if him, like, for him, like, the thing that he was, like, getting off on was, like, pure, like, uh, like environmental, like, strategy, you know? Right, like, I don't know if it was, like, the thrill, or if it was the fact that he was getting away with it, or right, if it was just, that, like, like... There's always that running thing where, like, hell intelligent people feel like they're too intelligent for the world. Right. So a lot of people right. have gone through and studied the fact that he was extremely Mormon. Like, mm-hmm. his family was, like, hardcore Mormons. He went to... He was homeschooled, and then he went to a extreme Mormon college in Washington State. So a lot of people think that they just he just had all these suppressed emotions and this is how he got them out. Mm-hmm. But like there's no conclusion. There's no answer. There's no why. Right. Because he took his own life. There's so many unanswered questions. And I think that's part of why it's like so intriguing to me. It's like, who knows? Like there's all these missing cases and they're like, well, it could have been him. That is an easy answer for a lot of these cases. I mean, that is true. It is an easy answer. And, you know, the timelines add up on a lot of them, mm-hmm. but nobody knows. I mean, to me, that's what it sounds like, though. Like, let's say with his Mormonness, growing up mm-hmm. Mormon, like restricted of just being in like a strict, like structure of a life, just everything, everybody being one way, everyone's like sheep to this religion and way right. of living and X, Y, and Z. And then he goes through schooling and in the army and then just excels in weaponry all of a sudden Mm -hmm. and then he has to potentially kill people for quote-unquote his job right and then he's like "Hmm, that's the most like feeling i've had yeah like i have this beautiful white picket fence life but like 
what excitement does that bring you know right so then he and takes that's... all this knowledge gets away with all, all this shit so it's like a fucking candy land and he's just like oh what if it's what if i could do this old couple in their house and it's like bet you won't and then he's like i will and then he does it and then the next one he's like but what about this coffee shop in the home depot parking lot bet you won't bet i will and then you know what i mean right like, it's just like what else could i do like right. how far could i push it and it's how- one of those things like He's clearly not, like, a sociopath because he was so concerned about his daughter knowing everything. Mm -hmm. So he clearly has feelings. He knows what he is doing is wrong. Mm -hmm. So they've ruled out the whole, like, sociopath side of it. So it's one of those things, like, like, what is happening in your brain? Curiosity killed You're, like, traveling around the entire United States burying these kill kits just in case you decide to come back and kill somebody. I mean, very smart guy, though. You have to give him that. I mean, yes, he's extremely intelligent. And if you watch the interrogation videos, you're like, fuck, like this guy's got it figured out, but like in the worst way possible. Right. Yeah, that's why it definitely feels like the power dynamic where, you know, like it's a syndrome where you just feel like you're smarter than the world and everyone's Mm -hmm. below you and that like you're untouchable, basically. But if people were proving him that, like if you killed a let's say 12 times while he was in the army outside of like what duty called for, you know, mm-hmm. he's like, I'm literally just, I'm indestructible. Yeah. No one's coming after me. Nobody cares. Nobody. Right. Nobody's caught you know, up yet. Nobody's figured it out. He's like, all I have to do is use cash. Right. Easy. I just have to keep doing this and no one's ever going to know. And again, yeah, the, only, he's like, Let's the just... only reason he got caught is because of where he parked his car in front of the ATM. Like thing. if he would have parked a little bit more to the left, Mm-hmm. like three spots to the left he probably would have continued to kill i wonder why that lady what was her name samantha koenig yeah why her story was like so different like why he went so hard on her that's what everybody's wondering because he had never he had never asked a ransom for anybody right, like the ransom, else the essay yeah. the keeping her in the closet for two months the sewing right. her eyes the you know yeah. So again, like no answers. He wouldn't answer any of those questions. So mm-hmm. there was, I mean, there was something about it that was different. And it could have been that he was just like, man, I've been doing this for fucking 30 years and nobody's figured it out yet. Yeah. Like you just know? bored, straight right. boredom. Yeah. So yeah, that like the whole thing with her, the fact that it was in his hometown, it wasn't somewhere else because every other person was in a different state. So like the fact that it was, how did they, state, what? I mean, he might have just at that point, like internally knew that that was like the end of it, you know, like he was going on this beautiful vacation. Right. Maybe this life had just spiraled him into like a depressed, my presence is no longer needed on the planet type of a vibe, you know? So he was like, I'll go out with a bang, take this lovely vacation with my family, do this extravagant ass crime to like feed my, you know, whatever. Right. Or it could be that he just got bored. I mean, that's what I mean. It was like, I'll just kill someone here. I don't really want to get on a plane. You <laughs> know, so like. Oh, no, but my question was, how did the other eight come about? Um. Well, they I think that they knew just based on the way the crime happened that it could not have been his first time. So I think during the okay. interrogation, like he had mentioned that he had been robbing banks in Alaska for 10 plus years. And then it was like, well, why did you need to rob banks? You have a very successful business. And he was like, well, I wasn't going to use my own money to kill people. And then it was like, because I'm a smart guy. Right. So then it was like, okay, well, what else? Like, what other crimes have you committed? What else have happened? So mm-hmm. then he just started telling him, oh, yeah, there's this old couple that lived on this road. They were hanging in the kitchen. Um, I slit their throats as well, but I didn't, I didn't rob them. Uh, and then it was like, oh yeah, this guy in, you know, Dallas, he had a nice car. So I followed him home. Like, it's just the most random shit. He just told these eight stories and then was like, well, I'm not going to say anymore until there's no cameras. Cause I don't want my daughter to know everything. And I've already told mm-hmm. you guys too much and I know it's public record. So I know she's going to hear this and I just can't keep telling you while it's being recorded i can't tell you in an interrogation mm-hmm. like i think he just kind of like kind of got excited about telling them about this stuff uh-huh. and then realized oh shit my daughter's gonna see this let me back off for a minute i was just about to say it sounds like he was just telling enough just to like fill his own cup mm-hmm. of being like i did that shit you know yeah 
Like, you would never know if I didn't tell you. Like, still in a way of, like, controlling his own narrative, you know? Yeah, because he had said multiple times, like, oh, there's so many that you'll never find. There's so many things that you'll never figure out. Mm -hmm. Were they able to prove that the other ones were true? The eight that he confessed to? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Like, they were able to go back and be like, fuck, you were saying true. Yep. Yeah, the um the two elderly people that he had murdered, there was a documentary that I watched a while ago and their grandson was on there talking about like when their his grandparents were found, like, you know, they were calling the house and nobody was answering mm-hmm. and like they got worried that they, you know, had had an accident or a car accident or something. Right. And that's when the family drove to the house that was in like a rural area on the road by itself and that's when they found the bodies and then yeah i don't i don't recall like the actual like details of the other ones um the elderly couple and then samantha koenig are the two that they like really go into most Mm -hmm. and i think it's probably because those are the two that he gave the most detail on where the other ones it was like oh there was a 26 year old guy in this state at this apartment complex um i killed him there's a missing girl from New York. I did that one. Whereas these two, he like really like went into all the details of it. Like the other ones, the other ones are just hella big. Right. Because I mean, and he knew a lot of details like, oh yeah, this person lived at this apartment complex. They went missing on this day. And that's how they like kind of like verified it was there was a mm-hmm. lot of detail. So unless he's like reading police reports nonstop, like some of the stuff he wouldn't have known, you know? Right but huh. how old yeah, was this guy um i want to say he was in his like early 40s when he got arrested and his earliest thing was dated back a decade oh he was 34 34 that's so young girl that's you right now don't tell him that's me <laughs> in 10 years so young. <laughs> but that's so young though for real like. well so he was 34 in 2012 when he died and when he took his own life um right so if that started i mean i guess if he started killing straight out the military though it would have put him at like 25 right so 10 years it's a decade yeah it's a decade yeah interesting and yeah he has one daughter that's did she ever speak out on this i haven't really seen a lot i don't know i don't even know if they've released her name i mean like publicly i imagine they would keep that hidden as much as possible but i was just curious like if anything ever came about it no i don't think she ever has made any like public comments or anything and i don't know she was she would have been 11 when he got caught and unalived himself so yeah he said that he started in around july 2001 is when he first like one of the first things that he confessed to so yeah like 11 11 years years. did the wife ever say anything i don't believe so i think the girlfriend that he was living with at the time or the second wife he was living with at the time might have said something but it was more the lines of like i never would have guessed or i had no idea you know one of those like he hid it as much away from me as he did from y'all yeah yeah like he was that good at hiding things i mean the fact that um he had a body in the shed next to their house for weeks the fact that he raped and killed a girl and then went on vacation like nothing was you know happening and came i can only imagine what else he hid her hair and... yeah could you imagine being the wife and you found out your husband essayed and killed somebody and sewed her eyes and braided her hair and took ransom pictures and all the shit with the girl that in your backyard terrifying <laughs> oh i just Not read something bad. scary about him um he confessed to an alleged sa on a teenage girl in the deschutes river in moppin oregon yes he said that uh, he estimates the girl to be somewhere between 14 and 16. He wasn't sure. And he had been stalking her from the tree line while she was tubing with friends. Although the police at the time could not find an actual police report, it's possible that the girl did not report it. And he That's said that he terrifying. made up his mind that he wasn't going to be violent with her at the time of the... Yeah, that's kind of crazy. Especially since that's literally like... We drove through Moppin on our way home from my birthday trip. <laughs> that's what I mean. That's like in our state. That's funny. Uh, I mean, it's not actually funny. That's crazy as fuck. But could you imagine floating in the river? I don't, y'all, I don't know if y'all live in anywhere with like rivers. If you guys float. Giant like... enough to go floating down. But in the Pacific Northwest, it's like a common thing. You get in a tube, you float down the river from right. one place to the next. 
usually with a few people Mm -hmm. some rivers are hella busy some rivers aren't but if someone was following you from the riverbank down said river well in the tree line you would never know yeah and that you they would have to be like digging you know what i'm saying like they would have been going far right that's commitment as fuck well and that's the thing like were they actively floating or did they float and then stop and swim and eat lunch you know like we do when we float right i mean regardless though that's just like commitment you're like on the tree line of a river for one and then you just see somebody floating and you're like that one another thing that's very easy to picture yeah he did say that that was not his first essay that was just the one that he remembers most fondly. <laughs> the word choice. Yuck. I know. Interesting. What are you reading right now? Where'd you get that new um, information? His yeah. Wikipedia page. I was trying to um, answer your question dark. about the daughter. Oh. If but it doesn't even show her name on here. I mean, probably for her own safety. Yeah. Or if um, her dad is a you know, serial killer. Right. But... I don't know, like, he... this one, every time, like, the first time I heard about it, I was like, what? And every time I listen to anything or watch anything about it, it just becomes more and more fascinating to me. And again, because like the just gets thicker and so thicker. many victims that they still don't know about, and because there was mm-hmm. no, like, rhyme or reason for it. It was just like, whoever was there, wrong place, wrong time. Mm-hmm. You know, it didn't matter what you looked like it didn't matter where you lived he can get you and that's terrifying that's why what makes me believe that he was doing it off solely for the wonder of like his capabilities right like if he saw something he'd be like he would think his own narrative and then be like i bet you could do x y and z with that person that that far away that you know looks a little bit more intimidating of a situation to get somebody out of do x y and z to them mm-hmm. and get away with it you know then he would be like I bet i can do that and then you know like be yeah. like one-upping his own right like narrative every up. time you know mm-hmm. yeah because that's saying some girl that's floating to killing two old people to sewing somebody's eyes open a girl and sewing her eyes open are so different <laughs> Right. That's the thing is that like there's nothing tying any of these crimes together. And I think that's probably why he got away with it for so long, because it wasn't there was nothing common about any of these people. And that was Mm -hmm. one thing he said. He was like, I made a mistake by picking somebody in my hometown. I should have just got on a plane. Oh, about that girl, that Home Depot girl. Yeah. Samantha Mm -hmm. Koenig. Yeah. Yeah. But like every time I drive by a coffee stand, especially the ones that are like open late. Mm-hmm. person that pops in my head i mean that is kind of crazy i wonder what stumped that though because that is a very ballsy right like that's a that almost looks like it that part looks like an amateur yeah. move the pulling well, you know, a girl out of a coffee shop at a home depot like there's a a newer starbucks location not too far from us in a outlet mall mm-hmm. next to a giant freeway that goes north and south or east and west mm-hmm. um when it first opened one of the girls work in the window somebody tried to pull her out of the starbucks window into their car that's insane yeah and i think about that every time i go to that starbucks because they make my coffee the best i cannot imagine getting pulled out of a starbucks window like a, out of any sort of like fast food window to, like yeah. somebody trying to kidnap you like you reach over to like scan their phone Cause I guess the guy had like purposely been like, oh, I can't read. Like, pulled his car a little bit further, so she had to lean further out. Oh, and then, so like, like half her body was already. Yeah, terrifying, mm-hmm. terrifying. That is pretty terrifying. So, Sheesh. I have one more question for you. Okay. Do you want to buy a giant plot of land in the middle of nowhere and build a giant fence around it so nobody can ever get us? <laughs> I'm done. Okay. I'm down. Amazon is working on their drones. We'll just have them drop groceries off. (laughs) We can name it like Florida number two. Yeah. (laughs) Just all boarded up. (laughs) You've you've seen the movie The Village, right? No, I haven't. Trying to go back in time. You haven't seen The Village? Oh my God. (laughs) But you know what I did see? When you said, do you know 
in my head, I said, the, the muffin, muffin man. man? <laughs> I need you, you know to movie I have. Listen, you guys, oh. this has been great. This has been a great ride. Um, I'm at this point with the movies. <laughs> I just I have to end it here. It's over. The podcast, the friendship, <laughs> all of it. It's done. I can't. Oh, there will never be a day that I don't disappoint with the lack of movies I've seen. Okay, but for real, for 100% for real, we do need to plan a day for you to watch The Village because it will twist your mind. I actually think I could picture the cover. I feel like somebody I lived with had it on DVD. But you never watched it. I just can't. Even if I did, I can't remember like what it was about right now. But I feel like I can picture the front. Maybe it was on Netflix and I scrolled by it a lot. I don't know. I've seen the cover, but I don't think I've ever watched it. I actually watched it last fall and it was still as good as it was the first time. Oh my god. I can't. Anywho, y'all, stay safe out there because obviously per our two fave I hate that word, but like how it's (laughs) that little pause, I was thinking of another word and I was like, I literally can't. The most fascinating true crime stories. Yeah. And also our frontal cortex. If for somehow, some reason, some family member or friend hears this, our condolences. Like, I can't imagine somebody I know being hurt by a stranger. But no. Oh, like, if this really happened? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Even not even by the stories. In general, if you've ever had to experience anything of these sorts. Right. Fucking rip. <laughs> like, I cannot imagine what you're going through. No. For sure, see a therapist. XO, XO. Yeah, for real. Well, now that we're on a sad note, stay spooky. But don't be a creep. (laughs) I'm like, and say buddy system, remember? Yeah, buddies. Oh, you haven't seen that one either. Okay, bye. (laughs) Wait, God, we talked about that one already.